There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hey guys, it's Stacey and Hutch, and apparently our bosses thought that we didn't talk enough. <laughs> so we're going to do a podcast. We're going to say too much. Hopefully we don't get fired, but it's a podcast, so they can't fire us for having our own thoughts. And we don't get paid for this, so how can you fire from something that you don't actually do for a job? You're not getting paid? No, are you? Let's start the podcast. Hey! hey! What's up, everybody? How Stacey, you doing? How you doing? Uh, Stacy, not say too much. Powered by Mattress Galaxy. Got a good show today for you. Uh, this morning, as we record, uh, we talked with Rob Thomas. Yeah. Yeah, he was on the... And you're... I'm a big Matchbox 20 fan. I know you and I grew up in the 90s, yes. late 90s, where they yes. were really becoming huge. And I remember jamming out to them on the school bus in the mid-90s. And Stacy's met Rob and the the, team, the whole crew a couple times. Oh, yeah. I think they've done a Live 95 for us, too. Yeah, a few of them. Yeah. We've had them, or actually them and Rob many times, so... But yes, I am in my bedroom and Stacy was in her car. Yeah. This was a last minute interview. Last <laughs> night, our boss said, hey, could you got time to interview Rob Thomas at 8.50 in the morning? I'm like, sure. I mean, yeah, we, my yeah, life, I got Thomas, nothing going. Yeah, right? so I will be happy to get up and put clothes on and yes. do things. Well, yeah. that, you already had appointments. You I were did, yeah. already busy at like 6 a.m. So That was going to be my question. Were you dressed? Much? Oh, I was. Okay. I mean, I'm not going to say there was not a, a lovely young lady in my bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, hey that, now. Well, I did. I said, okay, you can see my bed. So I was wondering if her feet were moving, like if you could see. Oh, I didn't notice that. Because we stayed up late. We had date night. And so no. um, I was like, you just stay in bed. I mean, it's just not like, and then I think I saw feet move in the oh, bed. So funny. if you guys are watching, there's a reason to check there's out the a podcast reason, there's, now. Yeah, it's not a ghost. There's might be someone. In I'm, I'm going to guess Rob's done interviews where it's been a, a more weirder or uncomfortable situation and he was pretty that. shocked so that stacy was in her car and i was well you yeah. guys will see it let's he just get shocked. to it let's get to it right now here's rob thomas from matchbox 20 a lot to talk about man 10 years 10 years and you finally are coming out with something i'm sure you've been writing this whole time and but you're pushing pushing this song. Why this song? Why is it so important to push this one after 10 years? It's the first one. Well, okay. Well, let, I mean, first, the 10 years actually <laughs> makes a lot more sense if you, if you think practically. Like, you know, in 2012, we put out uh, North. But then because we're a touring band, we toured that for like a year and a half. And then I made a solo record, toured that solo record. Then we did a 20th anniversary tour with Matchbox and, and Counting Crows. Then I did another tour. Then I put out that Christmas record. And, and was and was doing that through the holidays. And then COVID just kind of locked everybody down. So everybody was always writing and, and releasing and being creative and, and doing all those things. It was just, we were supposed to do something probably about three years ago when, my, when I finished that last solo record. And, uh, and then it just, it just didn't materialize. And now we kind of felt like we, we had material that we, you know, we had something that we wanted to say, and especially because Matchbox is no longer just me writing a bunch of songs in the band playing them. Everybody's con contributing now. So, you know, we just kind of felt like everybody was up to where we needed to be to make a really good Matchbox record. Yeah, because it feels like you were gone for so long and we were like, 
did they break up? But no, you're just too busy. And then we had, you know, pandemic world. And yeah, imagine my surprise out. when I, I would see like articles and read them about, you know, Rob, when I was putting out solo records, and it would be Rob Thomas, formerly of Matchbox 20. And I would, I would <laughs> have to call the guys and be like, is there something I don't know about? Like, did you guys? Did you kick me out? <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, always, I always have to keep checking. You know, when it comes to writing music and, and obviously pushing the music, promoting the music, 90s was such a different time, early 2000s. I sure. mean, even doing the stuff with Solo Wise and Matchbox 20, do you like it more now or is it more kind of pushing a singles a lot harder than pushing an album in the 90s? Yeah, I mean, you know, there's a lot more traffic, as you know, you know, because there's a lot more ways that people are experiencing music and making it a part of their lives. And so, I mean, there used to be kind of like a funnel, I, I kind of imagine, you know, there was a point of entry, as, as you know, like there would be the records, there would be a certain amount of records that would be released, and they would come to radio, and then radio would play those records. And there was kind of a, but I feel like that point of entry now is it's, instead of a funnel, it's a colander. And like, once it pours in, it just, it comes out everywhere. And so, you know, in some ways that's amazing because there's more opportunities for more artists to get their music out there in different ways and be seen for a lot of opportunities for, uh, I think for artists to not have to, they can forego labels altogether. There's a lot of artists having really great independent careers out there and doing it on their own. Um, so I think like anything else, there's good and bad of it. And the bad of it's probably just a reflection of my age and what I grew up doing and my, made my uncomfortability with something new. If like my son's 24 years old right now and he has a band, he's trying to make it happen, but he understands all this world and, and he's navigating through it in a, in a much better way. I have to have somebody in their twenties that works at Atlantic records, explain it to me as I go along and hold my hand. Are you nervous about your 24 year old, 24 year old doing pretty well? I mean, you look at Jacob Dylan. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Jacob, Jacob's a good friend of mine and one of the most well-balanced people I've met, you know, especially in the business with, with famous, you know, upbringing. So if, if my son it can, can hold on to it the way that Jacob has, I'll be very, very happy. He's a, but he, you know, my son, he graduated from Berkeley college of music. He has a good head on his shoulders. So, you know, I feel like whatever he does, he's going to land on his feet. Well, that's good. So um, how do you know a songs? do you go out and, and, when you write a song, do you go, I want to write a hit? Or do you say, I'm just going to write what I'm feeling and hope it becomes a hit? How do you know that you're going to make something that's going to resonate? I mean, I think at the bottom of the word hit, it's, it's just you're talking about a song that resonated with a lot of people. Um, and, and I, I think love the song, She's So Mean. That's one of my favorite songs. And I was like, it didn't oh, really take off here. But it's weird. Like that song gave us our first number one album that we ever had, you know, um, mm -hmm. So it did, it did what it was supposed to do. Um, but I mean, music is, is very subjective. And mm -hmm. I think, you know, like I, one person's favorite band is somebody else's least favorite band. And somebody's favorite song is a song that just annoys the hell out of somebody else. Um, I mean, that's, I think I, I'm a pretty normal person. Um, and I just like to, to write something that scratches that itch for me. And I feel like if, 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 it, if, it tur if I'm turned on by it in some way, then maybe somebody else will as well. Uh, I think, you know, you, when you write about themes of, of that people understand, people resonate with that a little more. They kind of understand what that feeling's like, and so they gravitate towards it more. Uh, I think, I don't know anybody that, that writes and says, I, I don't want anyone to hear this, and I hope that it fails miserably. But at the same time, after 30 years, you, you know better than to say, oh, I'm going to, oh, this is a hit. Because every time I've ever said, oh, this is definitely a smash, it hasn't been. And so many times when I was like, I'm just not sure. Those are the ones that, you know, that you, you get a call, like it's doing really well. And you're like, oh, wow, that's surprising. Do you miss the preparation of, of an album, telling a story in an album 
and looking at the cover art, having the lyrics in there. I remember growing up in Florida and and looking at your album art and going, okay, that's an interesting old man with goggles and an airplane hat. You know, I mean, <laughs> you, you look at things and you go, it's not that anymore. You know, it's not. Well, I mean, it, it, here's the thing. It is for us. We, 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 we still make 12 songs records. We still put out a, a, an album. We still, we are still, you know, fighting over what the artwork is and, and, and like every little picture and how we're going to do it. And how uh, the problem is, is that the majority of people aren't taking that journey with us. Like we're still doing it, but it's, it's just, you know, I just saw something the other day on, and this is going to sound like the, the most old man phrase of all time, but like I saw something on TikTok the other day and like how people now are doing sped up music, which is not even remixes. It's just sped up versions of songs that they already know. I, that made me sad. It just made me sad to think about like, you know, I mean, I, 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 I can't even do that with my audio books. You know how like you can make them go a little faster to try and make them go along. Like, I feel like that's cheating the voice of the narrator. So, I mean, I'm just... I'm somewhere between like, I'm not a 60s, 70s purist, you know, but I am definitely a, a musician, you know, in the, at the beginning of their 50s going, ah, really? <laughs> you see, I feel like, you though, because we're both like, well, me more so than Hutch, because I think you and I are around the same age. It's just like, I can't keep up. I have, we did a, a thing on the air yesterday about slang and we're like, I don't understand where they come up with this one. It has, makes no sense. It doesn't pertain to any other word we don't know what's going on so it's hard to keep up and i i get it when you're just like why would they do that <laughs> i think the only the only way that you you can go into the the second part of your life and and i use air quotes you know still maintaining cool is by not trying to be cool you know like i don't know what the slang is and it's not my job to know i carry that weight for like two decades and now it's somebody else's job to carry that weight and it's just it's my job that i'm gen x it's my job just to sit back and silently judge everybody <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, but here's the thing yeah. you're also in a band we're djs <laughs> i mean you know I mean, listen you guys are the gatekeepers if it wasn't for djs we wouldn't have a career um you know stacy and i were thank you by the way um stacy and i were talking about this the other day with the passing of david crosby we didn't know he sang backups on hootie and the blowfish hold my hand oh, and neither. yeah and when you hear it you can is there is there a song a surprising artist that maybe sang backup on yours or did you sing backup on someone's that that people don't, is that a common thing in the industry? I mean, yeah, you know, like I remember back when um, <clears throat> some good, you know, uh, Jacob, uh, when, when uh, Adam from the Crows sang on Jacob Dillard's Sixth Avenue Heartache, you know, and like that, that iconic voice would keep popping up. Uh, I had, uh, I did a song called Street Corner Symphony on my second solo record, and the, the guitar and lead guitar on that is John Mayer. No, really? Way. Yeah. That's I love cool. that song too. So when it comes to touring, you're coming here June 10th, Treasure Island Resort and Casino, a uh, great outdoor venue. Do you have time to go around Minnesota and, and do this stuff? Or are you just kind of killing it still and, and bust to stage, bust to stage? Yeah, I mean, it, it really depends. I think we're, I, I'm, you know, my, my wife has an immune disease, so we're even more locked down sometimes uh, than, than we normally would be. So even when we're free, we're not as free. But we work on a, like a two-day on or three-day on in a row kind of a thing. So like... The good thing is if, if, if I have a day off, we go straight to the city that we're playing the next day and then we have a full day in that city and a full night and that's our time off. But if it's like, like if we're doing, you know, three shows in a row, like Minnesota and Chicago, then we're, you come in, you do your sound check, you do your show, you go straight to the bus and you move on to the next city and you keep doing that. So it all just depends on what, you know, when you have days off or not. Yeah. I know you've been to Minnesota a lot, so, but I wonder, have you seen the ball of twine? The, the ball, ball of twine. twine. No, it's I, we've talked largest. about it almost 
Yeah, we talk about it often. Um, it's <laughs> mythical, but we've. But I, but I think that you know, like whatever. What happens is whenever we have some time off there, we've had a lot of time off there. We, we're on our way to go see it, and then somewhere in between us and that, there's a bar, and then <laughs> there we are. It happens. It happens. You know, man. <laughs> I, uh, I just got word from our boss that we're gonna start spinning the single. Uh, we're excited for it. Awesome. Uh, and uh, we can't wait for it. Can't wait to see you this summer too. Um, real quick, what do you miss most? What do you miss most about you, the career when you started out, when you were traveling by a cargo van, when you were traveling, you know, just with your buddies? What do you miss most about those times? You know, it's I. There's so many things that are tied to nostalgia. Like you miss things, but because you miss them because of who you were, not because of the situation itself. Like, like we can say that we miss the van, but we don't miss the van. We miss. <laughs> we miss being in an age where it was nothing but possibilities. And I think even when you're, if you get older and you've been very successful and you have a lot of luck and more luck than some others, I, I still think, you know, it's, it's that lack of possibilities that makes aging, you know, uh, you, you know, you know, when I was young, I was like, oh, I could have taken a left turn and, and been a fireman if I wanted to, you know, like those things were possible. And those, you know, as you get older, you, you kind of miss that. But I think being able to do what I do now, like this summer, we're going to go out every night and we're going to go on stage in front of all these people. And we're going to share this experience with a lot of people that have spent the last 25 years taking these songs into their life and doing this journey with us. And so it's going to feel like it did 25 years ago every time we're up there. I think that's the, the magic sauce in doing this job is that you're completely connected at all times to that piece of you. Well, we, a lot of people are associating your music whether it's solo, Matchbox, Santana, they associate a lot of their memories with oh, yeah. you. So I think you're you're not the van. It's, you know, the music that you're portraying. So we appreciate you, man. Man, I, I really do appreciate that. And thank you guys for all the love for so long. Hey, no worries. Can't wait to hear the new single on KS95. It's Wild Dogs running in a slow dream. And uh, we'll see you at Treasure Island, man. All right. Thanks. It's good to see you. I'll thanks, talk to you guys. guys later. I love Rob. He's Rob is great. Thank nice, you again, Rob, for that. And the song's nice, good. Genuous, genuine guy. Yeah. Yeah, that is a good song. I really good. missed them. Yeah. I mean, they were gone for a while. Yeah. You um, know, even though they were doing other stuff. Well, but. like I said, you can see them at uh, Treasure Island Resort and Casino June 10th. Some tickets are available. For most part, it's pretty much. There's GA tickets, I think, still available. Yeah. But it's, uh, you know, they're super popular. So mm -hmm. maybe he can stop in when he comes. That would be nice. It'd be nice to see him again. All right. Uh, there you go. Hey, by the way, we want to thank Mattress Galaxy for bringing you Stacey Hunt Say Too Much. Uh, they they are really in the middle of people trying to get a mattress that works for them because everyone's heard us talk about them and they're like, I got to go check out their sleep sanctuary in Woodbury Yes, because Stacey and Hutch say they've getting the best sleep. I would just sleep at the sleep sanctuary. Yeah, that wouldn't be bad. <laughs> yeah, right. But, I mean, people might be milling around, uh, they which will. might be a little weird, but you know, you sleep like an angel. And by the way, as this podcast is debuting right now or this week, I'm probably already using Stacy's bed and getting good sleep now. Weird, I know, but she's not in the bed. It's true. I, when you were there, I I'm not. Right. You're cat sitting slash cat sitting. apartment sitting. Um, Real quick, before the before we talk about, well, why do cats need to be sitted? Her cats have very special dietary needs. Well, <laughs> they are princesses and princes, and they are very. Wait, you have a boy, right? Yeah. Okay. Henry's a, a, a boy. king and a queen. Well, don't ask Henry as a boy because Biddy White's a boy or no, girl. Biddy's a girl. Oh, okay. I'm Biddy glad you got to this because I was going to ask. I've had cats and dogs basically all my entire life. Yeah. I was going to ask. How high maintenance are these cats? If they, you stay there? They're not high maintenance, but Biddy needs her pill in the morning and at night. Yeah, sure. And okay. there's no reason for me to really even go home. 
because yeah. it's quicker to work from Stacy's place. It's five minutes. Yeah. I know. And, and the I'm back like, and forth gets annoying. It, it does. So yeah. I'm just like, I'll just stay at your place. She's got yeah. a nice place. And Betty White, an all time great. She's got a hot tub. She's very sweet too. Yeah. So yeah. I just you, have you used a hot tub? I've never even used it since I've lived there. Yeah, I use the hot tub in the gym once in a while. But oh. yeah, no, I I, I like it. But I went into the gym once. Stacy, speaking of, <laughs> back to Mattress Galaxy. Okay, Mattress Galaxy. Stacy has this really cool um, platform yeah, that I, raises and lowers. I and, updated it when I, well, what was it? Maybe a year, a year ago, ago now. Yeah. I'm not even, I decided to upgrade and get a, a new base. And so Massages. I got. Massages. Yes. It's got, it's got the, it's got all the bells and whistles. Yeah. So I thought, I deserve it. Yeah. I do. You do. Because I went in and I was like, tell me about all of these. And so Suzanne kind of walked me through all the different ones. And I ended up, I didn't get the super high end one because it was a little bit out of my price range. But she showed me all of the different things. It can raise your head in the feet. And Wait, this isn't even the high end one? No, there's a nicer one. Than oh this up. one lights Goodness. up below her bed. It massages. It, it sits you up if it hears snow. It, it does everything. Yeah. Like, if you That's have, cool. it has a sensor in there so that if you end up snoring, it will lift your head up so that you'll stop and that way you'll get better sleep. Better sleep. There or you if you have a spouse or a whoever is sleeping with you, if they have a snore, that'll stop them. Mattress-galaxy.com. You can check out all their locations in their sleep sanctuary at their Woodbury store. All right, let's do it. It's time for Pass or Play. Uh-oh. Sing it, Stace. Okay. Here we go. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. That was close. Pass or <laughs> time to pass or play. Pass time or play. play the game. Pass or play. All right. What are the categories today, Ross? First off, the score three to three to one. The dreaded tie. Who's that the we first will not person? Talk about Stacy. Yes. Okay. See, when you say national, three to th- it's three to two or three to three. No, it's three to three. Oh wow. We've played seven games in the year of 2023. Hutch has won three. Stacy has won three, and we have one tie. And because ladies always go first, Hutch, you will. No, I'm just joking. Stacy, <laughs> you will go first today. Okay. National Reading Month. Mm. Good work, bud. Famous activist. Barbie's birthday. Don't leap. Those are your categories for today's pass or play. Okay. Let's start with the most fun one. Let's do the activist subject. (laughs) Aaron Brockovich has been back in the news lately, Mm -hmm. advocating for the families of East Palestine, Ohio, Uh after that train derailment. Right. Stacy, can you tell me who played Aaron Brockovich? Give her an easier one. In that 2000 movie. Stop it. Aaron Hmm. Brockovich. Yes, I can. I'll say it for Julia Roberts. She wins. Come on, Ross. That is that is the weakest question ever. How dare you? How dare you do that? Actually, you want to know what's even funnier? What? That wasn't the question. No. <laughs> no You've no, done that, that to is, me before. That is the question. Uh, here's what's funny, because I always confuse these two. I know the answer was Julia Roberts. Yeah. What do you think? You thought it was Gina Davis. No. Oh. I no, I, I knew it was Julia Roberts, yeah. but I for some reason, I'll always flip-flop these two. I actually put down and highlighted the answer was Sandra Bullock. Yo, man! <laughs> you mix those two? I would mix oh, Gina Davis up and Julia Roberts all up. All the time. Oh, I think they look very I, different. I know that that movie won awards, but I thought it's 23 years ago. I thought maybe... Is that long ago? I thought 2000. Hey, you know what? Wow. The next question should be for Stacey, 
what letter comes after A oh. in the alphabet? You're or just, which one is the girl on Stacey? You know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, come on, Ross. Ross you clearly put these questions together 10 you, minutes ago. You could be bitter, Hutch, but you would have been ridiculous. dancing in the streets if no, that would have been your I, question. Stacey knows I would have said, is, is as, what's the word, as competitive you, as I am, I'm a trivia person, and so I would have been like, Stacey. You know by now, there's typically one or two in here that are a lot easier than the other ones. All right. And remember, there were times when there were ones that were a little biased to you. I don't remember those. Although I feel like the last few games have been too easy because they've been clean sweeps. Of course, in honor of Bud, we got to do Bud. Ah, You know who I was talking about, We know Bud Grant, of course. Good work, Bud. Vikings legendary coach Bud Grant recently passed away at the age of 95. What a great run for him. Before coaching the Minnesota Vikings in the NFL, who did Bud coach? (laughs) Was he coaching the University of Minnesota Golden Gophers? You're giving me this look because it's either too easy or too too hard. hard. I I don't know. (laughs) Was it A, the University of Minnesota Golden Gophers, B, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, C, the Minnesota Vixen, or D, the Minnesota United? Uh, okay, it's definitely not the United. It's not the Vixen. Um, so it's only two. I, I, I don't remember. They would have said something in the news about the Golden Gophers. I firmly believe. I'm going to let not let Stacey answer because I've already given away all the answers. <laughs> so I'm going to go B, final answer. Hutch, that is correct. Yeah! There is no queen sweep today. Uh, Bud Bud Grant coached the Blue Bombers from 57 to 66. Just a process of elimination. I just knew that one, too, actually. Did you? Because I read and I was looking when I was doing stuff. I was like, oh, should we mention that? Uh, It was over the weekend. People for. He is very highly thought of in Canada. I would have assumed that they would have said it in the news if he was a Golden Gopher Mm -hmm. coach and a Vikings coach. They would have said both and they never said Gophers. He was a great football player at the University of Minnesota. Oh, played a bunch of different sports. So I thought maybe that would throw you off. So there you go. We're tied. Hutch, you should feel more proud than Stacy. Hard question, but you worked your way through it. Good job. Thank you. National Reading Month, Barbie's (laughs) birthday, and Don't Leap. Let's do Reading Month. All right. This one's a bit longer, but follow me. Okay. March is National Reading Month. Hmm? In celebration of National Reading Month, we encourage all who are listening or watching on YouTube to pick up a book and get lost in the world of a page turner. Looking for a book? Check out your local library. Oh my God, can we get to the question? We have blank <laughs> of them in the state of Minnesota. How oh. so many libraries? Do we have A, 246, B, 136, C, 99? Or D, don't care, I lost my library card. Ah, so this is in the whole state. In the whole state. How many public libraries do we have? Okay. 246, 136, 99. I'm going to play. And just thinking about in Minneapolis alone, we have several. So I'm going to say 246. You know what, 246? Yeah. No. That is wrong. Oh, sorry, wrong one. Is it? <laughs> sorry. Is it? Can you do that beforehand so I know? Yes. Okay, thank you. I'm sitting here waiting and I'm like. Is it 136? It is 136. So if you have to, I I went and looked at the map. Wait, is it from this year? 
the map was from 2021. So there's That's probably one. I'm sure a lot shut down. After. Oh, but, yeah, I suppose so. But but if, I still would have guessed what you did. If you look at it, yeah. most of them predominantly are in the seven county metro. When you get farther out, a lot of these smaller counties only have they one all two. share it. Correct. Yes, that's Correct. a good point. So Hutch takes the lead two to one. Okay. And we have Barbie's birthday and don't leap. Let's do don't leap. Don't leap. <laughs> Neither one of us wants Barbie. I don't. I don't know much about Barbie anymore. When was the last time a leap year was skipped? Believe it or not, leap years are skipped. And I'll get to that after the question. Hmm. Would it have been A, 1700? You'll catch it. You'll see a theme here. Okay. B, 1800? C, 1900? Or D, the year 2000? When was the last time we skipped a leap year? I'm going to say 2000. I love this final reason. answer. You're going to go with 2000. 2000. Yeah. Final answer. Correct. Congratulations, Hutch. I would have guessed that too. Did you, you know in 2004, they actually had 366 days? That was the last time we had 366 yeah. days for some reason. I don't know why. Do you hear about that? Well, if you humor me, oh, okay, I can kind of tell you how this happened. Let's humor you. Uh, basically, as time goes on in our 365-day years, sometimes we go a little bit over or a little bit short. Yeah. So the process evens itself out. They need to make up a day yeah, or something. So which is why basically every 100 years we skip a leap year. Hmm. Oh. And then it gets us back on track or otherwise we would be off by basically 15 20 minutes at huh. one point. Interesting. I don't hmm. I don't know if that really matters as much as we make it out to. Right. But I found that to be very interesting. Did I win? You did win. Good job. Congratulations. Oh, yay! You know you know what? Yeah. I'm angry at Hutch. He he, you know, wants and moans about the question that you get. Mm-hmm. And then he rallies and wins the next three. I, I bitched and moaned because I didn't know what the rest <laughs> of the questions were. See, you you, you just react. He yeah. just reacts. Uh, no. Since you guys will never pick the Barbie category, yeah, should I just it. give it for fun? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Okay, so Barbie's birthday. Believe it or not. You know what? I'll make this one a win for Stacy if she can answer it correctly. Okay. No multiple choice. Whoa, okay. No, good luck. (laughs) Barbie's birthday. Okay, multiple choice. Believe it or not, Barbie turned 64 on Thursday, March the 9th. Oh, nice. Fill in the blank. In 2002, Barbie's gross sales were blank billion dollars. Do you want me to give the options? Give give the options, yeah. Was it A, one and a half billion, B, two and a half billion, C, five billion, or D, one billion. It doesn't matter what the answer here is. When I see numbers like this, mm-hmm. I think I'm in the wrong business. What year and I was should this? be making toys. What year was this? Last year. Last Their year. gross sales in 2022 were one and a half billion, two and a half, five, or one. Hmm. It's a lot of sold Barbies. It is yeah. a lot of Barbies. <laughs> she gets this correct, she wins. I'm going to say. Five. You're gonna say five? Yeah. Nope. Mm. It was two and a half, wasn't it? No. Mm. One and a half. Mm. Which really? I still think is an insane amount of well, Barbies. It is, it but is. I still, I think, again, pandemic stuff. People were had kids at home. I figured right. it would have been a lot more of that's, people still buying like that's accessories why I and all picked that. the highest maybe, number. Maybe since everybody was home, anytime the older brother pulled the head off a Barbie um, instead of going to buy a new one, they just maybe they just fixed. Yeah, they exactly. glued it back yeah, that's, on. That's probably what happened. 
What's the latest grub? Soup's on, fat boy. You'll find out what's an oral gasm. Your chicken is delectable. And what's dorm food. That's disgusting. Because it's time to test your taste buds as we now present Stacy and Hutch's Snack Chat. All right, let's do it. It's time for Snack Chat. We've got some stuff here that uh, we want you to try out. Stacy and I happened to bring the same thing in today. Yeah. We must have both gone to Target. Uh, no, actually, I was at Lunds and Byron's. Oh, right. I went to Target to grab a belt for Friday. Oh, um, and what we have in uh, it's open because I already tried some in the car. That's all right. And but I think- we all know Dots pretzels and uh, they have a new limited edition flavor, limited time flavor. It's cinnamon sugar seasoned pretzel twist. And I will tell you, these are my new addiction. If you oh. like, yeah, if you like cinnamon toast crunch. They're, these are good. So I've had these before. Mm-hmm. So it's not my first time. Uh, these are these are great. They remind me of, do you know when you go in the bread aisle, you can buy like that cinnamon cinnamon bread mm-hmm. or raisin bread? Mm-hmm. That. That's yeah. what these taste like. Russ, they're, can you, sorry, go ahead. Yep. Go no, ahead. They're just really good. Can you grab my drink out there? Oh, sure. Thank you. Yep. Sorry. Next to the Oreos that you can't have. Oh, all the work a producer um, does. Yeah, aren't those, can you imagine, you know Excellent. what you should do? Get some Briar's vanilla ice cream and just scoop it with these. Mm-hmm. Use it as a spoon. I already have some in my freezer. Oh, my God. Mm. Are you going to have ice cream for me? Yeah. Okay. I actually bought you some more of those tortillas that you Thank like, you. too. That's another thing I, oh, I yeah. bought and today. The, and the queso that I like, the corn street queso or whatever. Mm, I didn't get that because I wasn't at the right store. Oh, yeah. that, they have that at Cub, you know. Have you guys tried the other Dots concoctions? Like yes. Uh, this is the... I don't want to rip dots because I love them. The originals are, I, they're they're literally yeah. like drugs. Honey mustard's good too. See, mm. to me, these are the best ones, not the original. Yes, I agree with you. Yeah, and, and the cheese curls are actually pretty good too. Oh, I haven't they had have, those. So they're like Cheetos, but they have the dot seasoning on them. Oh. I, I need to try them because I'm, so good. I, well, here's the thing. I need to retry them. I'm almost positive the bag that I bought for some reason was stale. Ross, oh. so I need to try him again. Stacy texted me and said, "Would you eat this?" I said, "No, but Ross will." Oh no, it's she a, got you. It's not a cricket bison, again, is it? Bison beef jerky. I'll give that a try. It's uh, seven grams of protein, uncured bacon cranberry, and it's one hundred percent grass-fed bison. So here's it's your buffalo stick. Fed. Oops. What did the uh, buffalo? Maybe I'll try a bite. What did the, good. What did the mama buffalo say to her son when she dropped him off for school? What? Bye, son. Actually, I've never had buffalo before. We're ignoring that joke, Stace. <laughs> right. Okay, good. Yeah. We're just going to go over it. I'll try I'll try a little piece, I guess. Growing up, um, there were a lot of um, bison farms. Do you see. call it a farm? Wait, hold on. I'm going to wait to see your face. No, it's fine. It tastes a lot like beef. It's, just, it's like a lot of... <laughs> I hear microphone. I'm sorry. <laughs> a lot of the organic, like, grass-fed nope. beef stuff. Don't like it? Mm-mm. I just don't like jerky in general. It has good flavor. Mm -hmm. And it's not even jerky. It's not tough like jerky at all. Yeah, that's it. It's too soft. Anytime. It's It's very soft. It's too soft. You want to try it or no? No, it's okay. I still have the sweetness. It's not bad. Like, it's not not horrendous. We've eaten far worse. I think it's more of a mind thing for me Mm -hmm. than it is. Well, we used to eat bison all the time when I was a kid. What was the thing we tried right, recently that we we, we all almost heaved? Was it the weird ramen noodle flavored things? Oh, what, yeah. Oh, it was chips <laughs> or something. Someone here liked them, and I was like... I thought they were okay. Yeah. Do uh, you want to do this? Sure. Peeps flavored Pepsi. We didn't bring cups in here, though. Huh. Ross, can you grab me some cups? Uh, I'll run across. Is no, there, they're right there. Is there any? Yeah. Oh, yeah, in the office. In the office. Just look for them. If not, Stacey and I can share. Yeah, if I... 
we could have, I guess, prepared, but we don't think about. I didn't those know. Things. It was, ooh, smell good. It smells just like Peeps. One hundred percent smells just like Peeps. We did have the Peeps um, cereal that Carissa brought us. It was okay. It was okay. It tasted like food coloring. Yeah. So I just thought, mm, I don't even want to bring it on the stay here, podcast because it just wasn't that interesting. It did have marshmallows in it, and they were kind of shaped like a little peep, but I don't know. It Smell the bottle. Tastes great. That smells pretty good. It smells like peeps. And actually, remember the what was the one you were telling me the last time that kind of smelled like suntan? See, guys, sorry, this is warm, so so it doesn't quite taste as fabulous as it might. I don't like it, peeps. But I don't like peeps, so oh, it does smell good. It smells very good, but I just I'm not a peeps fan, so I don't like it. But it's definitely I don't know. I don't. I'm not a huge fan of Pepsi. Yeah, I don't know. So it's that fine. makes it hard for me. The sugar stuff for me, being uh, a almost lifelong diabetic, when I try something sugary, it's always like, whoa. It just tastes That's like what yeah. this stuff tastes like. Yeah. <laughs> it just tastes like Pepsi to me. I don't really taste pe- any peepee. Really? I don't taste It pee-pee. tastes super different to me. Someone's going back for pretzels. <laughs> oh, me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, the studio. Hmm. Um, no, these, are fan- taste- these are fantastic. Now, I'll, I'll eat these all day. Now I taste like the aftertaste of maybe yeah, marshmallow. I don't like it. It's not great. No. I'm not a fan. See of the it. after the aftertaste is like sticking banana boat in your <laughs> in your mouth. See that? Yeah, that's. Yeah. I'm not a fan. Yeah, it's not. It's probably better cold. Don't mess with my pop. Yeah. All right, there you go. That is Stacey Hunt. Say too much. We'll see you again next week. It's powered by Mattress Galaxy. Thanks everybody. Stacey with an I. KS95. You can find her on all socials. Uh, Hutch with an H. Both at the beginning and end. And KS95. Hutch KS95. What's yours, Ross? Well, let's just because go. They're, they're switched. Yeah, let's just go with that Brendel Ross on Twitter till I can get everything. Why are you uniform. such a Twitter guy? Maybe uh, we'll explain that in a second. Because he uh, can remember it. Yeah. Stacey and Hutch, we'll see you guys here in a little bit. Hey, it's Crisco, and you can get in on the playoff action and win up to 100 times your money in prize picks. As you and the world's best players take the game to a new level during basketball's postseason, I have won so much money on prize picks, $100 on football before. I've won $65 on a bet that I made for the NBA. It is so easy to do. I made a killing during March Madness. It is awesome awesome and it's so easy you can turn ten dollars into a thousand dollars with picks for basketball hockey and so much more and with prize picks they make it so easy with quick withdrawals easy gameplay and an enormous selection of players and stat types that make prize picks the number one fantasy sports app so all you have to do to win like me is download the app today and use code cdw for your first deposit match up to a hundred dollars with prize picks pick more pick less it's just that easy again download Download the app today and use code CDW for a first deposit match up to a hundred bucks. I'm Bradley Trainer and I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Seriously, why are you a Twitter guy? My life's too boring for Instagram.
I mean, not, it, not really though. You like, take I pictures mean, when, of your food when I go out and go to games and stuff. And I, and I'm not a hermit. I do a lot of fun stuff. But Hutch, you know, eighty percent of the time, I'm a hermit. No, but you're you're doing a ton of events. You could have done a ton of the golf show. You could have done yeah, a ton. No, at, you're right. You're you do, right. You go to a lot of sporting events. Yeah, you, you're and right. And you have a cat, right? No, yeah. I you got. I need to do more. Okay, today's be, the commitment. I'll start doing more on Insta. You don't need to do Twitter. Twitter. No one's. Everyone's no getting Twitter. off of Twitter since Elon bought it. Yeah, everyone hates it. Does that mean people hate me? Wait, so what's your Instagram then? <laughs> uh, at the Ross Brendel. So your Twitter is Brendel Ross. Yes, but there's a backstory there. It's because the real Ross Brendel got to it first in like 2009, mm-hmm. immediately tweeted something offensive and got suspended. Oh my God. And they've locked the account and they won't let me have Ross Brendel. Oh, so that's no. why. I, maybe that's since why Elon took it Ross. over, maybe, maybe, maybe I try again. Back. Well, I want to get everything uniform. So maybe, hopefully, I might switch Twitter to the Ross Brendel or maybe yeah, I can switch get Ross it. Brendel. Just do it I'll now. Get it. I'll get it. We'll take care of it. Elon's not paying attention. No. no. He's... All right, guys. Got we will stuff. see you next week. Uh, the next time you see us, it'll be Paul Folger, myself, and Ross Brendel. Stacy's going to be out. Yes. Uh, so there you go. Maybe I'll have tales of Stacy's apartment if I found her short haired picture. Oh. oh. I'm trying to find her short haired picture. But here's the thing is, I give up very easily. And the Henry won't let me into the office. How short are we? <laughs> you so, have to go in there. You have to set stuff up. I, I know, but Henry does. There's, Henry a sign, there's a sign that says cats only, no boys allowed. Yeah. And so. And he has that look. Right. He's like, mm. No, really, her cat will never come out for me. Um, And it's not like he's hiding. He's just sitting on the windowsill and he's mad at her for leaving. Yeah, for leaving. But Biddy will just hang around me the whole time. Oh, so. I love it. So maybe she I'll have stories be... of Stacy's place. Now, very quickly, how short is this hair? Are we talking like Justin Bieber? It's so short, short she won't show a picture to anyone. Oh, it's really bad. Dorothy Hamill? Is that kind of what but, you compared it to? Or shorter than that? Pixie? Close to Pixie? But you have you have a picture it? somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, it's shorter than Hamill. But it's not a pixie. That's a kind of. It's between. Instead of living in fear of people finding the picture, why don't you just? She's not in fear of people finding it. She has it hidden. It's she's not in fear of people finding it. She just claims she'll never. You still eating? Mm -hmm. She's just. She just knows that she won't show it to anyone. So it's a good reminder of where to do where I've been to make this full circle. Where not to go back to. It's a good reminder of. How far you've come. All right. There you go. We'll have fun on your vacation stays. Thank you. I'm sure we'll be checking your Instagram. It's yes. at the Ross Brendel <laughs> on Twitter. That's what Stacey's uh, Instagram yeah, is. Yeah, I've taken yes. it over. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Stacey. All right, there you go. <laughs> you should let us do a takeover of your Instagram sometime. Oh, my gosh. That might be fun. People would be like, wow, he's never had so much fun in his life. Oh, there'd be a ton of nudity. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we will see you guys back here next week. Bye.